The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right, it's going down this Saturday night. Uh, basically, I have one of our, well, now our friend, since I've had her back in the studio, um, sing, uh, Opal Singleton in studio. I got Sean McKeon, and we're going to be talking about some really incredible stuff tonight. Um, last time I had Opal Singleton uh, in the studio, well, first of all, I met her at uh, the Barnabas uh, group down in Orange County. We were uh, presenting there. It's uh, a group where a lot of business uh, men and women come together. And they, um, they see different ministries doing, like, cool stuff, and then they want to get behind them to, to get involved to help finance a film project or to come alongside and help them with business or just pretty much any, any resources that they have. And I was sitting there waiting, uh, waiting to go up, and all of a sudden – actually, I was waiting, waiting there to kind of watch what was going on. And then they call up uh, Opal Singleton, and they said, you know, this girl, this lady's going to come up, and boy, does she have a lot to talk about. And she walked up there, and she rocked it so hard. I was like, I have to get her on the radio show immediately. And she was talking about human trafficking and, and you know, how uh, human traffickers don't uh, look like the old pimps. They, are, they, look, they look like, you know, clean cut. They recruit kids at the malls and through technology, through the apps, and they just so much stuff. But for those two shows, you're going to have to go to my YouTube channel, look up Opal Singleton. There's a part one, part two, your jaw will literally drop. And now, we, she hasn't been on the show for probably about a year, and now she has so much stuff going on. And I actually do believe, when I saw her, uh, she was speaking about this film that they were working on a couple years ago, and now it's actually come to pass. So I'm going to be honest. I know you guys are excited, but I'm more excited to hear what's about to go down in the show today. So, Opal, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you, and thank you for that introduction. And thank you for letting me share with your audience because what is happening in our society today is deeply disturbing. And it isn't talked about enough. And that is why we made the movie. I'll start right out with giving you the title of the movie, but I want to talk about what is happening that dro uh, really drove me to want to create this movie. The movie itself will be released February 8th, and it's called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. And the reason it's called that is because we saw the sextortion kind of crime just accelerate during mm. the time of the COVID lockdown. So sextortion, what am I talking about? Yeah. Well, basically, it's blackmail. Okay, it's usually blackmail with a naked photo. But it can take place in all kinds of ways. In other words, it can be a young man, and many more guys are sextorted than girls. More girls are really? trafficked than guys. Mm. Well, they're kind of vulnerable. Well, well yeah, you know? I know. Guys are <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me take that back. Yeah, I know. I understand. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Thank Sorry. God we didn't have iPhones when we were kids. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, well, think about it. You know, your classic kind of thing is you're playing a video game, and video games changed. You know, it isn't like Minecraft where you know everybody in the room. If you're playing something like uh, Fortnite, you're on there with hundreds, literally. You will meet thousands of yeah. people that you don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. And much of your video games have pornography in them. And quite frankly, uh, the Pornhub data last year came out. Pornhub is the largest site yeah. in the world for pornography, or was, yeah. before they really uh, got 
got hit hard, thank they God. They did. We could talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we will talk about that. But anyway, um, their second largest category was animated video game character mm. pornography. No and uh, yeah, and I looked it up because I work for the Sheriff Department, the Department of Justice. I, I am contracted with them for training in, in these subjects. And I looked it up. Now, I'm not a wuss because I work in child sex crimes. Mm. I am not old enough to see animated video game character wow. pornography, wow. you know, because it's, uh, it's animated. And so kids say, well, it's not real, you know. Right. Sex right. on the internet's not really sex, and killing's not really killing. And I have one group tell me that sin on the internet's not not sin not real right. because it isn't real and i i hope that works out for them okay but anyway yeah, yeah. you know Don't kids get it. involved in this animation but think about it they're hormonal they're talking to people in a chat room that they need the approval of you're sharing pornography you're getting stimulated yep. you're talking smack and pretty soon you think you're talking to a hot 14 year old and yep. you're 13 and you shoot one of those photos off and it never occurs to you where that photo is going to go and uh the very next thing bam you're locked in you know i i always share with kids a minute you send that photo online you're in a blackmail prison maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but it will happen to you and then kids panic and this is called sextortion sex, sex. and extortion Got put it. together and i believe it's the fastest growing crime in the world quite frankly really? Uh, I can't prove that yet, but I work in this business and I see the results, especially since the pandemic. Uh, we're putting kids online uh, younger and younger, mm -hmm. you know, and you get a seven-year-old kid, uh, let's say a girl online. Right. What do we know about seven-year-olds? They want to please everybody. They're mm -hmm. just cute and they want to be cute to everybody. Mm -hmm. And they don't have the cognitive ability to understand adult sex or pedophilia. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly they meet this guy who shows them other kids that are playing this game. And to a kid, if you ask for a, a picture of their private parts, it's just bathroom humor. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all playing a game. They giggle, they laugh, they don't have the ability mm -hmm. to understand the trap that they're walking into. Well, so what is happening here is two things that are affecting this extortion world. One has to do with the fact that the entire world is connected by Internet now. I did a, a book on that called um, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Our kids, through games like Fortnite, through um, apps like TikTok, which we'll talk about in a minute, mm -hmm. that connects you to millions of people if you're going to go public and you know get your video out there. And, you know, your profile's out there and, and like that. But more important, for the first time in history, our kids will be able to reach millions of kids or other people. But the other people can reach them because apps like TikTok are tied to your mobile phone. Yep. They text back. Right. So pedophiles have learned to watch those categories with risque movies in them or, or videos. And they will simply text back to the kid. Hey, you're hot. You know, get me more of these videos. Meet me on Instagram. I'll get you a deal. But get me a lot more of those videos. Mm -hmm. And it goes like that where mm -hmm. they're connected. And I just saw a study by Thorne, which mm -hmm. is Ashton Kushner's group. And I, I admire his work and the fact that he's taking the high road to use his millions to fight 
child sex trafficking mm. and exploitation. And uh, his research indicated that 40% of teens say they have been involved in sending off some sort of nude or illicit photo. 40%. Uh, I saw a study prior to COVID with the uh, Center for Disease Control so that uh, 18,000 kids a day are sending a naked photo in the U.S. University of Florida said that 9,000 kids are being blackmailed. Keep in mind, this is before COVID right. and online learning. Mm -hmm. And then University of Toledo, Ohio said that 40, excuse me, 58% of young people who are being blackmailed will actually go out and meet up with their pedophile to try to negotiate back that photo. Unbelievable. They get raped. They get mm -hmm. violated. It's the same guy. They mm -hmm. don't get that. Uh, I want to I jump in really quick because mm -hmm. this is something that I think you might have said at one of your uh, talks before or someone else that's kind of in this category of, of human trafficking and stuff. Uh, having a, like a smartphone is basically like when you give it to your kid, it's like basically going to a house party that you don't know who's in the house yeah. and you're dropping your kid off and they go into the house and they're locked behind the door. If you don't have a password to your kid's phone and they're in this house, but right. in this house, it's all ages from 80 right. years old all the way down to five-year-olds and from all walks of life, from yeah. molesters to murderers to drug addicts to gangsters to good kids, bad kids. Yeah. Everyone is in this house. So now when you really put that into perspective and you're a parent um, and you give them their your, their phone, and you don't have any access to the passwords or anything. That's basically what you're doing with your kids. That that is that's very true. scary. Dangerous. And and the crazy part is is that uh, this will be and and this is both exciting and terrifying. Yeah. This will be the generation of young people that'll be able to reach the entire world. Right. But the entire world can reach our kids. Mm -hmm. And so how do we teach our kids to form relationships with millions of people they don't know in a way that's empowering and not exploitive? And, and really, I believe it's a conversation. Technology is reaching a point where we won't be able to use the filters, the trackers, the passwords, and all that. Mm -hmm. And besides, these kids know more than we do, yeah, and they know how to hide this stuff. Yep. Yeah. So for me, it's a, it's a conversation. I always say technology isn't good or bad. It's like a car. You can take a car off to a university and get a degree, or you can take a car to a strip club and get yourself in trouble. Mm -hmm. It's not the car. Right. It's how you prepare the driver right. of the car. And they have to be old enough and have the cognitive reasoning to understand that they're living in a world that has a lot of good, but a world without borders for our kids is a world without borders for pedophiles, pimps, predators, cartels, yeah. gangs, organized yeah, crime. You name it. How do we prepare our young people for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of challenges, and I know you brought this up before, of like having that digital morality yes. as far as being – because given the illustration that Ryan gave right now, you have two com different comparisons. You have reality versus fictional from a perspective, from a child's perspective. So – He's beyond the games, or he has this interaction that you were talking about, Ryan. And they, it's like they're letting in all these people, which is reality. They're 80 yeah. to 75 years old. On the kids' end, it's just fantasy. On their that's end, right. it's reality. And they're actually using it for a purpose. And that's, that's the thing that is so hard to, to realize for those young kids who re recognize that it's a real world. Mm -hmm. There's real That's people right. behind it. Right. Very strategic. It's mm -hmm. the enemy. Just as you yeah. wouldn't want to be with a stranger in your home, mom and dad wouldn't let that happen. Um,
but the kids are set up because distractions are everywhere. We see our society that is so driven by technology. Like you said, there's a lot of good that can come of it, but it's also can control all ages, young and old alike. Um, and you mentioned this uh, a little bit too, and I totally saw it. We agree with it. That's why we did ministry during COVID and everything. When schools shut down, when the yes. normal when sports were down, yes. like all of the things that kids can occupy that time in, yeah. it allowed more free time, kids more on their phones, home, parents le leaving them astray. Right. What have you seen in the last year and a half or two with that perspective? I'm glad you, I'm glad you said it because my next question I wrote it down was the uh, the pandemic yeah. effect on the kids. Yes. Yeah. What were all the effects? Yeah, it is. Um, it's really, really scary what has happened. I, I live in this world. I've been in this world for 13 years. I take calls from parents who, uh, who have kids that are in trouble. I, I hear about kids and work with kids that have sent a naked photo. The, the first thing that I saw is suddenly we put all these kids online and nobody explains to them how the internet is made. That's the first problem. That's true, all these and young kids. I, know, it's, yeah. I always say to them, our kids think of themselves as US citizens I have a right to privacy, you right. know, well, you do, but it's not called the U.S. web. It's called the World Wide Web. Mm. And when you send a photo out there, have you ever thought of the potential of where it's going? And so we put on, we suddenly just put all these people online with very little supervision and without any explanation of how the Internet's made and where naked photos go when you hit send. Where, where, it, where, where do they go? It is amazing. I think if you, uh, this is part of the, the film that we're creating, okay. but I share with kids, if you think of the Internet as a bucket of water, mm -hmm. The top 4% is where we live. That's Google, Chrome. We have IP addresses, search engines. We can find each other. The middle is what they call the deep web, and below that is the dark web. Well, what happens is pedophiles now, they're also coming together around the world, and they are realizing there are millions of young kids in, in Cambodia, in Minnesota, that are there that want to play online. And so what they do is they form large-scale child pornography rings, large scale. You can't even imagine. And they form these rings where they're starting to trick our kids. I can give you two cases. In one case, they had thousands of victims, mostly young girls, usually around eight, nine years old. Mm. I mean, they haven't even been through puberty. Okay, they so don't. Grade eight is that like third grade? Uh, Something like that. It's yeah. very young, and yeah. what happens is they get these photos and they trade them, buy, sell, and trade them in these large-scale child pornography rings that are operating in the dark web. We just uh, saw one about six months ago that had a million paid subscribers. Hmm. One million. That means, first of all, they're generating about four hundred million dollars of money laundering capital for bad guys to to get bigger. But more important, if a child gets caught up in one of those rings that they send a photo to someone they think is a hot 14-year-old guy, that photo will go to a million people just like that. And then it gets redistributed, and it's for the rest of their life. You know, there's, there's a case going on right now with Twitter where he was 13, and he thought she was 14, and he was enamored, and he sent that photo. He's now 17, and he's trying to get Twitter to take it down. This is the same Twitter who censors everybody else, yes. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Right. But anyway, they won't take it down. They said, nah, they don't see the offense of it. It has now gone to 122,000 people 
2,500 of them retweeted it. He's 17. He can't hardly go to school because everybody's seen it. And he can't get into college because it keeps popping up. And Twitter will not take it down. So when a, when a photo is sent on the Internet, kids need to understand the minute it leaves your hand, you're in a blackmail prison because you'll never be able to get it back. Yeah. And that's the purpose of this film, right. is to share with kids how the Internet's made and where naked photos go when you hit send. Yeah. Awesome. So this film is coming out February 8th. Is that what you said? Yeah, let me tell you about this film. Please. I'm a, I am a guy. We're going to do a premiere here. Oh, it's gonna be I, God has delivered on this film far beyond anything I could ever imagine. I mean, I'm one person, and I'm not young, okay? And I have dreamed this ever since I sat with various parents, especially one set of parents. That, you know, sextortion affects the whole family, including younger siblings, by the way, and fathers and mothers in a big way, and churches— uh, need to be trained to be able to intervene with families. So about 2016, I started raising this money. And, mm. you know, I'm, I'm an agency that is mighty but small. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And about 2019, Giving University came alongside of us. And they said, what do you want? And I said, I just am looking for a documentary I can put into schools so kids understand where naked photos go. And uh, so as we began to do this, he said, well, how much do you need? And I said, well, I, I don't have enough for a movie, that's for sure. And we began to collaborate, and then we began to pick a producer. And we ended up, I, I started in Hollywood, but I was like, oh, God, get me out of here. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I met a gentleman by the name of Stephen Peake. He's the top di uh, documentary producer for Netflix. Hmm. And he lives in Virginia, which is very good during COVID. And Anyway, so it came on that we needed a little over 400000 to make this happen. And so they came alongside with us, Stephen Peake and Giving University. And I flew back to uh, Virginia during COVID and talked about Homeland Security and NECMAC and, and, you know, where naked photos go, how sextortion works, the dark web. I taught them the whole thing. And they have an 11 and 13-year-old daughter. And uh, they got caught up into this thing. Well, let me tell you what happened. Mm. He lives in Virginia, which is right outside of where Homeland Security's Washington, D.C. headquarters are. Mm. And they have Internet Crimes Against Children, the largest uh, task force in the world that does all this undercover kind of stuff of breaking child pornography rings and hanging, handling sextortion cases. Never been done before. Homeland Security allowed them to film inside of ICAC. Really? Internet wow. Crimes Against Children. And they shut down a whole building of Homeland Security so he could film. National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which is John Walsh, and the people that run the big national number, hotline number, joined in. And they did this film about the Daniel Harris case. He was like this good-looking uh, Navy pilot, a Top Gun pilot. Mary, cute little kids, beautiful wife, and he was a sextortionist. And he was uh, literally blackmailing kids all over the world, young girls. Mm. 
And so this movie is like an action film, mm-hmm. and uh, Neck Mac is in it and like that. But they also did the Amanda Todd story. Amanda was a young teenager that was being blackmailed, and before she killed herself, which she did, she made a video where she held up little pieces of paper to tell her oh, is story. Is that where that came from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Amanda Todd's mom's in it, as several survivors are in it. Mm-hmm. So it is one hot wow. movie. Well, wow. what's happening? is Homeland Security has viewed it. They had just one minor little change and they viewed it and they said, let us help you get this around the world. Amazing. Amazing. Now, let me tell you the power of this. Okay. It's one thing. I wanted a movie that would do prevention and intervention. Kids would go, I'm not ever doing that again yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And parents would go, is that how that works? But this movie on top of it, remember, more than half of the kids will go out and meet their pedophile before they say, before they tell anybody and they get violated. This movie will bring kids all over the world to report. Mm. And that will crack open a lot of these child pornography rings that can't be mm. reached because they're in the dark web. Mm. So the possibilities of this are beyond anything I can imagine. So do you think that, um, I mean, now if they're going to get behind you, that should be able to get you into all the colleges, universities. Yes, and, uh, schools and schools nationwide. because Homeland Security. Maybe not California. You know. yeah, no, I'm just I know. <laughs> uh, Homeland Security has a lot of influences in schools that we would not have. Cool. And uh, our goal as me and kids is we're going to need to raise more funding for this, but we are packaging that movie to put it into schools for two-day showing. And it will. we're creating a website. We're creating teachers' uh, support uh, things. We're creating uh, reporting. We're creating closure exercises and discussion exercises so that it can be uh, distributed through PTAs, through unified school districts all over the nation. And right now, we're being contacted by London, by uh, Toronto, and also in Australia to take mm-hmm. this overseas. So it is, uh, it is amazing. On February 8th, we intend to have a rollout and uh, with Homeland Security and, and uh, NECMAC, and hopefully we're looking at the Rotary, we're talking to USC, because I worked there three day, in three different classrooms. Anyway, and so, but by, uh, and we're also talking to live streamers, you know, Netflix, Amazon, Sony, and several of your film festivals. Do you think any, mm. yeah, film festivals would be yeah. would amaz- amazing to send all those through. Now, my other question is, what about streaming? Have you had any uh, response with the with the yeah, streamers? Actually, our producer has a very good relationship with Netflix right. because they've been successful. But we are in talks. That's why we can't release it till February eighth. Right. And right. I can't show it. I'm I'm yeah. one of about ten people that have been right. allowed to yep. see it. Yep. And totally. uh, and we'll be showing the trailer probably around January. But uh, uh, the whole idea, we're right now just laying out all the promotion, all the public press releases, and uh, creating the events for next year to be in a premiere. I would love to have that here. Anyway, uh, it is very exciting. I want every parent, every child in the world to see this. uh, Because once you see this, you know you'll never do that again. Dang, yeah. I cannot wait. Okay, well, where can people find more information on us? Is there is it a website? Yeah, follow Million Kids on uh, Facebook. And, no, don't do that. If, well, you can do that if you want, but follow Million Kids by going to millionkids.org and signing up. Me and kids. Uh, million. million. If, oh, Million Kids. Yeah. I know. I can't say my Sorry. own name. <laughs> yeah, so they need million. M I L L I O N. Millionkids.org. Not one million, not a million, not 10 million, just. Mm. 
million kids. Perfect. And sign up for the newsletter, and that will keep you posted on it. We are posting it on Facebook, but quite frankly, we're one of the organizations that was censored last fall when I was fighting to make child sex crimes a violent Unbelievable. crime. Unbelievable. Yeah. I remember I saw that on it because I've been following oh, you. Uh, okay. I was thinking because of all the different shows that, that we've done, I always said that the two that we did with you were – after we got done on the second one, I remember just sitting here uh, in the office after you left, like, wow, like, there's just so much that's going on. Yeah. I think it causes you to really view things differently, you know, being mindful of uh, raising your kids and the, the generation that, that we see today. And then I have been thinking about you guys, about what's been taking place during all this COVID stuff, because people have been so down. But also, once it, and we already know. Media as itself has grown even more, yes. right? This the time. influence. Yeah. Right. People see the 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 um, the avenue that they can make money. Yes. From from social media by showing flesh. There, right. there's so many things that continue to circulate. You talked about the Pornhub. I hear things called fans only thing too. Oh I've heard. yeah, I fans only. It's weird. Only I see fans. that. I see that. Yeah. F- a lot of talks about yeah. that stuff lately. Was that, is that like a porn site? Uh, it's becoming a porn site. Uh, what he's referring to with Pornhub was a fascinating study, and that happened during COVID. They were the largest pornography site in the world. There are millions, but yeah. they were the largest. And uh, what happened is that they were taking on a lot of amateur pornography. And some of the people that submitted amateur pornography began to realize that that's going around the world and they're making money off of it and the and the person submitting it is not. So they sued Pornhub and now the lawsuits are up over $500 million mm. for Pornhub. Well, it got so bad December 10th, uh, Master Charge Visa shut them down. I, I that's right. Five days later, they had taken down their amateur pornography that involved minors. It was almost $10 million videos wow. 9.8 million videos and they had a I have a picture of it from their site they were offering kids $40,000 a week to submit amateur pornography so our kids are shooting this off and thinking they're going to earn a new yep. pair of Nikes yep. you know exactly. and uh, now they've been they're in in big doo-doo yeah because I heard um I was talking to someone else one of my other friends and he, they were saying that they were known to have Massive amounts of child yes, pornography. They were. What, was it just Mastercard? Or was the other? Was the and other? Visa too? Visa and, too. Everyone, you know, imagine the credit shut the credit card down. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, big they go, hit. They go offshore and use high priced uh, alternatives. But I do want to share before we close here with uh, the your families, mm-hmm. and that is sextortion is a life changing crime. And if you're a faith-based leader, I would encourage you to learn about it so that you can offer counseling. Because think about it, for many of our kids, their first sexual experience will be a virtual sexual experience. And if that is a shame-based experience, it changes their identity of their Mm self-worth. It changes their view of sex or relationship. Mm -hmm. And families, you know, they feel the shame with it. And so it isn't just the shame that you've done something wrong. People will, will start to look at you differently, and you look around, and there's nobody else to blame. Because you fell in love. You got that fantasy. You made that decision. It isn't like someone came in and violated you. Mm -hmm. And you can say, that guy's a bad guy. Get rid of him. No, you did this. And for your first sexual experience, especially if you're going through puberty or pre-pubescent, you feel like you're ruined. 
and mm. that makes you much more likely to be recruited into sextortion. And the families go with it. Fathers who see their daughters have sent this, they look at them differently. They get angry with the daughter. They feel the loss of their innocence. They get mad at the wife. They get mad at themselves. And, and the family starts to break up. They need counseling. They need intervention. Mm -hmm. And we need the faith-based community to understand this crime and be prepared to help them. 100%. So the film is coming out February 8th. And we are definitely going to be at Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs. We need yeah. to do a premiere and make it big for you guys. I'm sure you'll probably do some other stuff. But we can fit about, how many people can we fit here? 2,000 people? Yeah. Wow. 1,800? Yeah. And we got a massive screen and an insane sound system. We've done several wow. uh, premieres for the Whosoever's. Some other friends have done some human trafficking stuff. Just all kinds of uh, yeah. films. It's actually yeah. a perfect, perfect thing. Blow it up and, and invite all the, the local churches and people to come. That would be an amazing, amazing event. I have Opal Singleton in studio with Sean McKeon. Um, before we go to the break, we're going to come back. We have a lot more to come for this next second half. I do want to plug the Whosoever's. We are touring. Um, I'm trying to find where we're touring. We're going to be in Texas, actually. Uh, we'll be in Texas for two different weeks, uh, one in November, one in December. And we're still booking. We're going to continue to book. Uh, we're on a great commission. I have my, the new book that just came out. Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness. I wrote it during the pandemic. It's a faith-building tool. It's a discipleship tool. It teaches you how to find out if God's real, how to hear his voice, and how to move in the power of the Holy Spirit and live that life that you were created for. Uh, it's for all ages. Um, I've had older ladies and older uh, gentlemen read it. Uh, their faith got built up. I've had uh, new young kids read it. it just, it's a book has something for everybody. So it's available um, wherever you buy books, Barnes & Nobles, to uh, Target, to Walmart, to Amazon. Uh, scoop it up, give it to your friend, and just keep passing on so people get empowered through the faith. And contact us at thewhosoever's.com so uh, we could come to your guys' city and we could do the Great Commission. We could do outreach at schools, boys' homes, girls' homes, churches, conferences, pretty much wherever people gather we want to be there and we want to encourage them to follow god especially in this time right now it's crazy times that are happening in culture and right now we need to be men and women of the word of god because that's the instructions this will show you how to navigate through culture through politics through everything through life circumstances i love you guys we'll be back in two minutes right after the break peace all right what direction are we going to go second half? More of The Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now back, back to The Ryan Reese Show. All right, we're back. I have Opal Singleton in studio and Sean McKeon. We were just talking about the new film, Sextortion, which will be coming out February 8th. Trailer should be hitting sometime in January or something yes. like that, and uh, then uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a premiere for this this bad boy and get as many of you guys to watch this to be um, educated, encouraged, uh, to be looking out for what is to come to so our kids don't get affected. I have I have daughters. I have you met one today. I, th that's a batch of triplets actually. Is that right? Yeah. So the, she's <laughs> there's there's three. I have three daughters wow. that are triplets. Um, one, she actually, there was two identical twins and a fraternal in the, in the uh -huh. batch. She was the egg that split. I that see. One. So that's baby C <laughs> technically. 
Evelyn. But um, yeah, no, I have daughters, five years old, and you know yeah. they, they have a limited screen time. Uh, ever since your last show, um, you know we did all these like different limited uh, screen times, and we're just very very careful, especially with YouTube. You know, you watch oh, yeah. YouTube and you get these random YouTube commercials yes. oh, yeah. that just pop up, and I'm like, what the heck are they watching? Like yep. literally, you can't leave a kid no. right no way. in a room. This was in my living room watching YouTube yeah. on the TV, and. It's on, and I'm sitting there kind of doing my thing, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I, I like hear some stuff coming from the TV. I look up, and it's some crazy YouTube commercial that my five-year-olds, and I'm like, dude, what is it? Like, no more YouTube. Like, we have to, like, <laughs> get the, get rid of the um, commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, always got to be watching, always on guard and yeah. vigilant, you know? You know, I know we're going to continue bringing up this extortion. You're bringing up your, your girls and your little boy, too. I, I have three boys, you uh -huh. know, and mine's 12, 11, and uh, seven, and especially my younger, all of them are good looking kids. My, my older one is, is very good looking, and I tell him, and he's- It a, came from his wife's side. It's from uh -huh. my wife's side. <laughs> so I say, I'm like, hey man, like, use wisdom. And I, I already teach him. I already yes. talk to him about a lot of stuff. You know, he's a very Perfect. good athlete, mm -hmm. and you know, he, he's around guys all the time, and I'm mm -hmm. encouraging him about character, always have. And you know, but he's a kid. Yeah. You know, and I remind them of like little things. The reason why I say these things is because I use things like this. Like, I know people that have done something, send a photo, do something, and it comes back to bite them uh, in a bad way. And your integrity matters as you grow and whatever. There's things that you can't get back. You're living in a different world. Yeah. Like, right. And I'm learning with all this stuff. But that's why I'm mm -hmm. so fascinated by it because I know it's more reality for, for the younger. Obviously, we have hindrances and distractions and we got to guard our hearts and our minds as well but young children growing up is just as the way life is and a lot of friends that yeah. have no filter with some of their other families and those are their homies and their friends you, you gotta uh, you have to teach them why the digital morality why that yes. your decisions matter today at 12 years old yeah. that impact you in your 20s Absolutely. Sean, you could not be more right on track. And I am so proud of what you've just said, because it really is a conversation about not only digital morality, but character. Mm -hmm. uh, the things that I share with kids is that, you know, character is every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you get character. One of the things that people will come to me and say, how do I like bulletproof my kid so that they don't get caught up in this? It really is about understanding your value. And, and we have an advantage as Christians because we can share with our kids, you are a valued child of God. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I share with kids all the time is self-esteem is a decision you make yourself. Once you decide that you're valuable, nobody can take that away from you. There's some sort of mystique that goes on in the world that you think you're either born with self-esteem or this kid has low self-esteem. It really is a decision that you decide to put on the full armor of God. I'm worthwhile. I'm yep. a valued child of God. And I also think it's important to have a conversation that there's no such thing as damaged goods. Uh, that's the first thing that people that are sextortionists or even pimps and sex trafficking you've made a terrible mistake there's no way back mm. you're ruined and we all know as christians that's right. simply not true but we don't arm our children with that kind of thing i, I sit with young people and we talk about it, you live in a different world because you're going to have millions
sense of connections with people you don't know. And their game, if they're a bad guy, is simply to play the numbers game and look for low-hanging fruit. Mm. Will you respond? You know, uh, I always say it's available and vulnerable. They're looking for kids who post things like, you know, mom and dad are fighting again. I got an F in geology. My boyfriend and I broke up. They're looking for weakness out right. there. Mm-hmm. So don't be low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. I, I share with uh, parents and kids, I want you so tough, you look at these guys and tell them to flip off, okay? Yep. Or some other less Christian yeah. term. I don't care what <laughs> language they use, quite frankly. Yeah. I want them to say, I'm too good for this. You're playing a numbers game, and I'm no fool and I'm not going to do this yep. and the other thing is and I love the direction you've taken because you get one life mm-hmm. and life is full of choices you can take the high road or you can take the low road every time you take the low road you're going to pay a price mm-hmm. and so don't do that on the internet having said that if you make a mistake I want you to know you are not alone. We can talk about it, and I will help you work through it. Just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you can't go back Mm -hmm. and that you can't tell someone and help work through it. Those are critical conversations for a parent to have. Yeah, no. Okay, well, yeah, no, I'm just, as you guys are talking, I was literally just thinking about, man, it is so brutal with the decision that you make on the internet, you know yes, because you can't you can't erase it. Think, yes, kid, sorry, I'm just like because yeah. thinking like you just can't erase it, and, and kids don't understand. Yes, they just don't understand. Like one thing can literally pivot the whole course of their life, and it's so important. You know, as I'm thinking about my kids, and as they're you know they're not on social media yet or whatever, but like it's like we are in a whole different time that we have to literally engrave it. Like you have to always remember one wrong thing on this internet that you send out could literally change your whole surrounding. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. This thing can haunt you, haunt you forever and ever and ever. And the bigger platform and the more successful you become, these things will just haunt you. Yeah. Let me uh, share with you some indicators of parents will often ask, you know, uh, uh, how do I know if my kid's in trouble on the internet? Um, You know, it, it is not cut and dried, but let me give you some ideas. First of all, the first thing they'll do is they'll start to be secretive. You walk in the room, they close their device, or they hide it, or they shut it down. Or if you're taking their device for some reason for a period of time, they'll borrow somebody else's. Uh, Their grades may change. And uh, very smart kids get caught up in this, believe me. You know, these are not just dumb kids. These are very smart kids that get caught up. Uh, Their grades will start to drop. You'll find they're not going to school regularly, or they're breaking out of some classes suddenly uh, they may start to cut that is a huge sign if your child's starting to cut stop in your tracks and ask yourself some questions and get into counseling uh, they may not be able to sleep uh, they'll, wait, they'll wait, be I want to exp- okay, expand on cutting. Why, why would they start cutting? Why is uh, that a sign? Because it's uh, self-harm, because I deserve this. I, I'm no good. They're, they're, I'm ruined. They're going to destroy me. And they're going to tell the first thing. In fact, maybe before I tell you all these indicators, let me just say, yeah. usually the way it starts is that you're either in a relationship in real person where you send something to someone that you care about that you're in doing things with, and then that person breaks up with 
with you and shares it and begins to blackmail you. But more often yeah. than not, you meet in a video game chat room or a dating site or these hookup sites, and you and you get a fantasy relationship. My my book, Seduced, is all about the fantasy relationship. And you think there's somebody that they're not, and pretty soon you send off. You say, oh, well, it's only a little bit off the shoulder. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're not fully nude. If you're just doing part of it, it'll go off. And the next thing is always, number one next thing, I need more videos. I need more photos. Mm. They better be more risque on there. I want to see more. I want to. I want you to do more. I want you to do this. And by that time, the blackmail will start to appear. And this, they're, they're told, I'm going to show it to your family. I'm going to show it to your friends. I'm going to show it all over school. I'm going to go through all your friends on your Facebook or your TikTok. I didn't realize till recently you can do that too, and send it to them. You know, I it's already posted in porn sites all over the world. You will never be able to get it back. Get me more photos. So the kid gets, starts doing stuff they never normally would do, and at that point they start to sneak out to try to negotiate them back, and they will often get uh, more violent. So they'll start cutting, they'll start losing sleep, they may start running away. Their mm. eating behavior will change. Uh, maybe they become anorexic or bohemian. Some of them become suicidal because they're really to the stage they just think there's no way out. Right. And so those are the behaviors parents want to watch for. Mm. So um, how has social media changed in the pandemic? Well, what is happening is, first of all, kids are on there a lot more, mm -hmm. and they don't have as much supervision because parents are trying to work and do their own thing. On top of it, technology is advancing. Everything now is video, mm -hmm. which is visual. You know? Well, pedophiles have learned that you just take this video and send it over to this kid to show them what to do, especially if they're very young, if they're seven, eight, nine years old. And so they're taking uh, clips off of other kids they violated. This, this is really tragic to this me. This is sickening. Because yeah. it's showing kids how to have sex with other little kids. They're, they're basically making pedophiles out of our children before they ever learn a healthy sexual mm. identity. And so... Um, uh, the technology plus the when you go into lockdown, you know, a pedophilia is a obsessive compulsive behavior. And on top of it, they start to get involved through um, accessing pornography. Uh, a huge percent, I think the number is 85% of pornography is viewed with the phone. And so it's laying on 95%. this. 95%. Yeah, I think it's 85%, if I remember right. And it, so, But it's laying on the seat of your car when you stop at a streetlight. It's on your desk, yeah. you know, and you're in a lockdown mode too. So suddenly you have all these pedophiles that have become activated, that are online, that are trying out this stuff, and they need material to stay in a pedophilia ring. Most pedophilia rings, you have to qualify every week to stay in it to make sure you're not a cop. And so they'll require a new photo, which means more kids are being violated than ever or being sextorted than ever. So the, the technology changed. It, it advanced because you now have sending out to millions and having them reach back. You have pedophiles on there. You have these large-scale child pornography rings Forming, which is why we're doing our movie, right. is to be able to beat them. I want to uh, kind of talk, if you don't mind my dominating here a minute. Please but, do. Uh, I really want to share with parents how to handle yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. 
because uh, first of all, a parent will start to see this. And if there's a two parent household, they're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Uh, I say, if it's possible, if you think that your daughter's being violated and you have a strong mother, have the mother talk, the father talk with the son, if possible. I know that's sexist and unpopular, but I'm going to tell you that fathers cannot unsee what they just saw that happened to their daughter. And so, or that their daughter did, okay? So it affects, if you can, try to isolate it between it. But this is what happens. If you see your child and you think they're being sextorted and they're not coming forward, pull yourself together. Do not go charging in there, wagging your finger, going, do you have a photo on the internet, okay? Mm -hmm. They will shut down. They're in shame is what's happening. And this is shame they don't understand if they're early pubescent or prepubescent. So what you do is you get very quiet and you sit down with them and you say, you know, I see you dealing with something really heavy here. You know, is, is it possible? And just say, do you want to talk? You know, anything you want to share? No, no answer. Well, you know, is it possible you might have one of those photos online? You know, stay quiet, see if they can come forward. If they don't, then you can say, you know, I don't know if you do or not. I hope you don't. But if you do, you know, you are not alone. We will get through this together. I will help you. It will be the toughest thing we ever did. We are going to have to take some action. But I want you to know we're going to do this together. And you're still okay with me. And that is the most important thing because kids won't tell because, first of all, they fear losing their phone, and two, that the rejection, uh, uh, the realization that they've committed their first sex act is a shame-based act, and now they're sharing it with a parent is a chasm that's yeah, hard to yeah, cross. Yeah, it's, it's big time, yep. So along with that, now, if you think you've seen this and your child is coming forward, here's what you do. Here's what you don't do first. Don't go on and tell the pedophile, you dirty rat, I'm going to get you, and I know about you. Keep quiet. Do not show the photos to everybody, including around the family. You know, do not delete the photos. Take a screenshot of the photos, and then take your child down to the cyber crimes unit of your local police department or your ICAC unit, or report it with a number I'll give you in a minute. When you go down there, what they will do is they will not blame your child. What they'll do is say, let me pretend to be you. Let me see what you've got on here. And that is how they get these guys. They pretend to be the child, and the guy does not realize that the, they're no longer talking with the child. And that is the way to beat it. Then get your whole family into counseling. Get your other siblings who are aware of this. Many times other siblings are involved in it, quite frankly. They will, they will threaten the kid that they've got to bring in another child in the family mm -hmm. in there. Um, you know, get the father and the mother counseling, get the victim the counseling, and then heal back together. And as a church, this is something that I would encourage faith-based communities, develop counseling, develop technology uh, experts to help parents go through phones, and develop counseling for families and for kids. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the last show that you, uh, you were on, you were talking about how on the, on the phones, there's like these uh, different apps. I think one was like the cal calculator. Mm -hmm. and you click on it, you type a password, you open it. It looks like a calculator. Yeah. And it works like a calculator. <laughs> but then there was like a 
place that you go and it opens up and then that's actually where they keep yep. all their apps privately. If they're hiding apps, then you need to sit down and have some serious conversation because they're hiding, mm. you know, from you. And some big time things. Yeah, these are all very important things that we need to uh, take heed to, especially in these times. Things are moving very quickly. I mean, you know, I mean, we're, we're constantly counseling with people, talking to people of what they've been exposed to. And um, as you know, things are, are ramping up as well with pornography and social media. And it's just going to get it's just going to get worse. You know, okay. it's a good tool on one side. Right. But then also misused, which most of it's misused because yeah. it comes under the umbrella of social media yeah. posting. Like, you know, I, I flip through my social media and I follow a bunch of different people and I'm seeing like, you know, people posting stuff, like, you know, these photos. And I'm just like, I'm just like, man, I don't ever want my daughters to be posting stupid <laughs> modeling yep. photos or like, this is like crazy. Like, what do you, it's because people want the affirmation or they want, you know, it's, yeah. that's not what this, this thing's for. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Let me add one more thing. There yeah. is a kind of sextortion in, that takes place that you need to be aware of so that you can support your kid. Uh, and it's often called deep fakes. But what they'll do deep is. Deep fakes. Yeah. They, they will oh, take the. Yeah. They'll, they'll cut the head off of somebody who's perfectly innocent, not doing anything bad, and put it on a pornographic body, a pornographic model. And so it looks like your child has done this when, in fact, it's a Photoshop version of that. Yeah. And then they will go in and blackmail. And by the way, they do this to adults also. Yeah. Uh, and I, you hear about revenge porn where somebody's broken up and they've done that. But I just caution you that, that that's the reason for understanding how all of this works. And even in that kind of thing, your child's still a victim, even if that's not their body and they really didn't do it mm. because they are being shamed. It's going around the world uh, and to their schools as if they did that. So that's the reason why you need an open conversation yeah, with your yeah. child. Like this, could ha this could happen easy. Yeah. It's crazy that technology, I just saw something the other day, it circulated, um, someone had the deep fakes thing and it had, mm -hmm. it had Biden and it had Trump and it looked like they were having a conversation today. Yeah. It looks so real, <laughs> yeah. so evident. Yeah. You have yeah. people that kind of personate their voices. The, the mouth looks like it's moving the same. One of my buddies just recently, um, who's a very, uh, a business savvy guy, um, his cousin reached out to him talking about this new um, stock to invest in, blah, 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 right. blah. And they're all excited about it, talking about all this stuff. And they're cool. And, it, and they're talking like there's a video message he sent, like, yeah, like it's and it, them. That's their cousin. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was yeah. fake. They got they got spammed. Then then the next. Dude, yeah. The next stage you'll have there is virtual reality pornography, which mm -hmm. is deadly, absolutely deadly. This is the reason why I, I knew a guy that tried that out up in Las Vegas. He was an engineer, and he said, you know, I couldn't get it out of my mind for a month. It, it was so vivid. So really? Yeah. I think this is the world that we have to prepare the next generation yes. yeah. for. I, I think the conversation with kids is let's make cyber missionaries out of them. Let's show the positive side of technology. Yeah. You know, if you raise money to dig a well in Kenya, then live stream over and, and watch them as they use your money to dig a well. Technology isn't good or bad. Technology can be used for the glory of God yeah. in a way that honors yourself and honors others and that's the conversation we have to have with kids well it's like a gun you know it's like when you yep. teach your kids how to because we grew up shooting bb guns and then 22s and then yeah. advanced into other uh guns but um 
you know, it's it's the same thing as like, you know, the gun is not the the it's the not issue. It's not the issue. Yeah. It's how you use it. Are you gonna right. point it at someone, or are you gonna use it for it's you know to hunt or whatever? So, it's. But it's like iPhones. Technology is like a gun, basically. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so excited about this movie yeah. because uh, the movie shows that you can use technology in a powerful way, but it also can enslave you and put you in a place that you really need to get help. And I'm just thrilled to death that that uh, God has provided in this movie in the way that it has. I hope that uh, it actually is distributed all over the world. It you know it isn't just in America that our kids are yeah. online. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. And they're, you know, it's a powerful tool to educate kids where naked photos go when you hit send, but more important, that you have the power to report. And once, once I share this with kids, if you see something and report it, you can save many other lives of other kids that this is happening to. And so I'm grateful for the movie. I'm grateful to share it with you. It's called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. It's February 8th. I mm -hmm. uh, hope it's everywhere. I hope it's on Netflix. I hope everybody can share it with everyone they know. I think it has the power to change the world. It, it has the power to get people to report and bring down these child pornography rings. But more important, I hope that it has the power for kids to say, uh-uh. I'm not sending that photo. I learned how this works. Yeah, what's interesting is when this does hit, like, the mainstream, you know, public school system, colleges, universities, obviously uh. there should be ch premiered at churches worldwide, the amount of people that will come forward. Yeah. Yes. That will actually see it and be like, I'm that person. It's yep. going to it's gonna bring that the darkness into the light. And anything we can do uh, to help uh, advance the screenings and, and let people know, um, there's definitely a couple yeah. people we could we could connect you with that have some uh, churches and and uh, yeah, that would for sure. you don't want to get behind it for sure. Yeah, I, th I think yeah. what's so exciting too is just thinking thinking about when you were here last time. This was your dream, right? This yes. is your vision <laughs> that to have this this movie come out, and now here we are, fast forwarding a year and a half to to later. And now it's coming to pass. You must be pretty excited. I'm over the moon. I can't even explain it to you. You know, for me, uh, I. I've had this passion for a long time. I've trained over half a million people eye to eye, mm. but I'm getting old, okay? And I can't mm -hmm. keep doing this. Yeah. And besides, I have a limited reach as one person. Yeah. And, and so I prayed about that extensively. I would have been happy to have a film that would just convince kids not to do this and convince parents to lower that veil of denial and get involved with their kids' technology. But when I see this film coming together with Homeland Security and NECMAC, and, and quite frankly, we have some very powerful district attorney associations looking at, I realize now not only can we do prevention and intervention and stop this craziness, but we can actually get people to come forward and report. And if they will report, that information can be used to bust these huge underground evil child pornography rings in a way that you know just doing them one at a time mm -hmm. as we find mm -hmm. them will never accomplish so i i mean it is a, a weapon against the devil as mm -hmm. far as i'm concerned sure. i've never v verbalized it that way but it is and uh god is delivering in an amazing way so i am i am grateful it's it's not about me i'm just one old lady you know? <laughs> yeah and I, and I do want to say we want to endorse uh opal 100 she's been on the show we've seen her her do her thing and and just always on mission and the high impact get her out to come speak 
That's yeah. another thing. She speaks. She spoke over here at uh, Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar yeah. uh, to the leadership and then also to the to the service as well. That was right before the pandemic. It was right before everything got locked <laughs> it down. It was. Yeah, yeah. So that was a very interesting time. But we're bringing her back. We're going to do the film screaming. We're going to have her speak. She's legit. Booker, contact her. And uh, she will be amazing. So we're going to, you know, I'm, we're going to have you on for another show to talk about a, another subject as well. So we can get four shows under our belts on uh, on my website. She has two other that exist right now on YouTube. Go there, Opal Singleton, look it up. And also, don't forget to book the Whosoever's. We are on mission to bring the Great Commission, to bring the gospel to uh, the world right now. In culture, we are living in exciting end times. We don't know when Jesus is coming, but things are sure lining up, like it says in Mark 13. The signs of the times. I get excited. Um, and I would say, don't have your head in the sand. Make sure it's out and you're awake and you're looking around so you know how to navigate through these times. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.